And welcome to Good Vibes and Gamma Radio. Oh, madam, please stop jostling. We're here in the town square where sinister ministers, health and safety, are preparing to give a, a, a unifying speech to the crowd. Yes, well, after the unsolidification of the Baron and the subsequent pursuit of errant entrepreneur Harry Hedgeman last week, we find ourselves awaiting the latest info dump from our least favourite bureaucratic bastards. The town is in lockdown, whilst the offending officials track down feisty fugitive Harry Hedgefund, who is suspected of attempting to assassinate the Baron with a mutation-mashing mushroom sandwich. However, Hedgefund did not succeed. And according to official accounts, the Baron is making good progress in his recovery after a stream of medical professionals have attended to his needs. However, my sources exclusively tell us that a giant Baron-shaped jelly mould has been seen being delivered to the back door of the castle as a desperate, unorthodox attempt at medical intervention. No, 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 no. I'm sure everything's all right. Uh, uh, Maybe he's just having a great big... Baron-shaped jelly made for his recovery party. You know what these rich people are like, Fog. <laughs> a party? Why was I not invited? A quick day, fry up some breakfast in the shape of my face. I can't go empty-handed. What? Oh, never mind, Fog. Anyway, since we were lost on air, health and safety have locked down our wonderful town, preventing people from entering or leaving, and performing searches of every house, business, nook and cranny in the hope of catching the missing miscreant. Well, I, for one, have had enough. I can't go for a wee without one of their little scrutiny beetles popping out of the toilet and inspecting my crannies. Ooh, one of the scrutiny beetles just jumped out me coffee. Shush, Fog. Don't badmouth them on air. You know they've been putting people on courses. I don't want to end up in a seminar, Fog. Courses, seminars, discussion groups, Dave. The old regime would have just kicked you in the knackers, but these people are evil. Shut up, Fog. They're starting. People of Lower Spittle. Lower Spittle's people. Thank you for gathering in such a large group as you were told. Large groups will not be tolerated, so please stay in your homes. Large groups are a threat, as one can hide in large groups. Separate yourselves away from each other, so that you cannot be seen. It is imperative that you stay visible at all times, for the purposes of identity confirmation. We have deployed our fleet of robotic scrutiny beetles. You must not try to resist their investigations. They're spying on us. They saw me have a dump. Found one lurking in me wife's knickers. One jumped out of my soup. If you try to resist them, we will be forced to deploy our investigation elephants. You must go about your daily business as normal, but do not leave your homes. Only leave your home to buy food and toilet paper, or if you work at a shop that sells food and toilet paper. All food and toilet paper must now be delivered to your door. All work must be completed in your homes, especially if you are a shopkeeper or delivery driver. To keep you safe, we are employing townsfolk as vigil aunties. All vigil aunties must stay in their homes, except when on official business, where you are required to wear these high-visibility jackets. Vigil aunties are here to help. If you are discovered outside of your home, they will beat you and help you get back inside. Curfews will last from 12 at midnight until 12 in the morning. You may only leave your home at 8 a.m., but must not return until the appointed hour. Our top priority is to find Harry Hedgefund. If you see him, detain him immediately. Do not approach him, for he is very dangerous. But he must be caught. Citizens, you have until six o'clock to find Harry Hedgefund, or we will be forced to use more active means of encouragement. It would be a shame for the town to lose its most treasured possessions. All those precious memories, gone in an instant. All of the town's stories from a bygone era will be obliterated. The damp, musky smell of history, destroyed. Find Hedge Fund, and find him now. But you must stay in your homes for your own safety. Of course, safety first. Now be gone, citizens. Well, that's the end of that. The crowd is dispersing, health and safety have retreated back into the courts of justice, and they have left us with a rather disturbing but vague threat. I, for one, have no idea what they want us to do. What what, what do you make of that, Dave? Dave? Dave, Dave, stop staring at those rather garish high-vis jackets. We are not joining the vigilantes just so you can get hold of another fashion catastrophe. No, 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 Fog. I think I know what that threat means. Precious memories, stories from a bygone era, 
damp, musky smell. They're going to blow up St. Jerry Wrinkles. St. Jerry Wrinkles? The old people's home? Well, good. They're always clogging up the aisles in the market, touching everything in sight. We can't let them do it, Fog. Well, why not? It's got nothing to do with us. They're our biggest market. You know old people are so confused by modern technology, they don't know how to change the radio station. I've spent years building relationships with the Golden Community. Oh, yes, of course, Dave. Sneaking into their bedrooms at night to reset their radio dials is the best way to connect with our audience, isn't it? I mm. never did. I just used a very long stick and poked it through their windows. Anyway, we've got to get them out of there. They said to stay in our homes. Oh, we're already on the street, Fog. It's only over there. Well, what do you propose to do then, Dave? I'm going to evacuate them. But how? Well, I... Uh... Let's not worry about that now. We'll worry about it when we get there. Come on! Now? Dave, Dave, no! I did not agree to this. Come back! Oi, you two! What's all this commotion? Why aren't you in your homes? You see, Dave, we're in trouble already. Ow! I will beat once every 30 seconds with this stick until you are safely indoors. It's dangerous to be out. Ow! Don't, don't. Okay, we're going, we're going. Come on, come on, Dave. I'm a loyal subject of the... Ow! It's not 30 seconds! All right, we're going, we're going! Come on, Dave. Let's go back to our new temporary outside broadcasting unit. I'm not staying here to be beaten by this caring member of our community. Oh, all right, Fog. Let's go back to Fumblenut's house. <clears throat> uh, yes, listeners, uh, uh, due to the current situation, coupled with a loose scriven roaming the woods outside the studio, uh, we've been kindly put up in temporary accommodation by local unemployed electric person, Fumblenut, who claims to be our biggest fan. I met him in Mogs, where he gave me a wonderful back rub and a pint of gravy. Doesn't even work there. Yes, 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 I know. Get a move on! Ow! Ow! Okay, okay. Stick an advert on, Fog. We don't need the listeners hearing this. Uh, Right, yes, yes, here we go. Are you Harry Hedgefund? Or were you formerly known as Harry Hedgeman? Or perhaps even Scott Diggity? A Walter Tarnation? Horatio McWellington? If one or all of these names belong to you, you have been bucked on our new health and safety course. To claim your place, merely approach one of our yellow-jacketed associates in the streets to sign up immediately. Bring a pen. Lunch will be provided. Get your accreditation. Today. But tomorrow will be... too late. Welcome back, listeners. You join us live in the living room studio of number 23 Menace Terrace, home to Gamma Radio's biggest fan, Fumblenut. Say hello, Fumble. Oh, wow. Am I live on air? Oh, how exciting. Yes, now be quiet. There's no need to interrupt. Right, Dave, what have we got lined up for the listeners now? Well, I'll be monitoring the patrol routes of the vigilantes outside of this window and discussing how all the old people should leave the town immediately and head for the hills. Run! Run! Well, walk slowly. But that's less of a discussion and more of a monologue, so let's move on, shall we? What? Let's do something more entertaining. Let's play a game of um, Fog Through the Window. <laughs> Although uh, I won't be leaping through any windows today, for I am already inside. Uh, anyway, Fumblenut, seems as this is technically your residence, why don't you show me around? Oh, it would be my pleasure. There is nothing I desire more than to show you the intimacies of my existence. Feel free to poke and prod into every nook and cranny that inflames your passions. Don't mind if I do. Right, what's in these drawers? Oh, you're forward, aren't you? (laughs) What the hell's that? Greetings, citizen. You have nothing to fear. Your place of habitation is being examined for traces of... Harry Hedgefund, fugitive of justice. Remain calm whilst I scan your facial features. There. Okay. Scanning complete. Absolute moron detected. Move along. Moron? What the hell was that? That was one of them scrutiny beetles health and safety have sent around. They've been rooting around all day, they have. Looking for that man. Oh, get off. Oh, stop poking. Very intrusive. Poked and prodded. Well, on with the show and whatnot. Why don't you tell the listeners a bit about yourself whilst I try to find something interesting? Oh, well, thank you very much. It's very kind of you to ask, Bob. Well, as you know, my name's Fumblenut, and I'm your biggest fan. Ever since Mother died, I've lived here all by myself with nothing but you for company. What? Us? What? We've only been here a day. On the radio. Nothing gets me off more than your sultry voices. Excuse me, this is a family show. No, up to sleep. Well, to recharge, you know. (laughs) Fine, fine, well, carry on with your story. I worked as a professional mannequin poser in all the big shops in Flemford. 
It was very rewarding. I used to love moving all their limbs and imagining they were real. They all had names. When I started listening to the show, I couldn't help but name a couple after you. Bugkin and Davekin. I used to put the best trousers on you two, you know. <laughs> yes, yes, lovely stuff. Wonderful. Uh, carry on. Um, why did you leave then? I didn't leave. I was made to, uh, well, you know, even a robot has to find a change of scenery from time to time, you know. The mother wasn't very happy. She gave me a right buzz across the log hole. But, you know, once we'd gotten away from the mob, uh, uh, the, the crowds in Flemford, we found this place and, well, we'd never been happier. Of course, I was closer to you two, so... Uh... There is absolutely nothing of interest in these drawers whatsoever. Oh, careful. That's the only picture I have of my mother. That's your mother? I thought it was a forklift truck. Yeah, that's right. She was a forklift truck. A Liftomatic 3000. Real leather seats. Not your fake pleather stuff. Oh, no. Only the best for mother. Oh, what about your father? No, oh, he had to go back to Russia, mother said. It was a whirlwind romance. He was a wandering chess champion AI robot. She showed me all the newspaper cuttings of his wins. His name was Mikhail. Mikhail Kilater. Big star he was. Big star. <laughs> well, I've never heard of him. No, I mean, he was a big star. Star-shaped, very cumbersome, hard to walk around. Sadly, I never met him, but he always sent a present to me on my birthday, without fail. Two tubs of sour cream and a strawberry cheesecake. Oh, it's a bittersweet story. Uh, so who's in this photo? Oh, that's Uncle Unigate, an autonomous milk float. Close friend of the family, not my real uncle, of course. Mother was devoted to him. He was always telling her what to do until he had his uh, little accident. <laughs> all right, all right, stop going on. Didn't ask for your life story. Yes, you did, Fog. Oh, yes. We'll, we'll carry on, then. There's bugger all in here, so let us proceed into the next room. Aha! A grandfather clock, perfectly positioned in the hallway. Oh, it's not working. Oh, yeah, we decided to keep old granddad when he died. Used to work in the old fish leg pie factory. Used to love reporting people for being late. Bit of a bastard, actually. Don't know why I kept him. Hey, hey, maybe I can replace him with you, Fog, eh? I'd love to hear your bells ringing. Yes, yes, I'm sure I'd have the time for my life. What? Uh, uh, anyway, in here. But bloody hell, what's all this? No, you found me deep, dark secret. I like to bake pies. I baked you a special one. Uh, um, which one is it? The one with the love heart on it. And I've lined the crust with something special. I'd like to go for the uh, personal touch. Well, 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 well you're, you're getting rather close. Uh, 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 what have you lined the pie with? Beer mats. I've been collecting your used beer mats for three months in mugs. What, what on earth did you do that for? Well, how else is he supposed to make a steak and ale pie? D d uh, what did you use for the steak? Oh, that's one of my other little secrets. It's bits of dead cow. Oh, disgusting. Dave, Dave, this he's using bits of dead cow instead of steak in a pie. Well, what did you think steak was made from? What? what I thought it was made from leather. Oh, I'm sorry, Fog. Um, instead of that, would you like to try my pudding? It's a bit soft and wobbly at the moment, but it'll, uh, it'll harden up for you later. Uh, uh, en enough of this. Where's the toilet? Yeah, it must be this one. No, no, don't go in there. Uh, Dave? I think, uh, I think you better come and look at this. Oh no, I never wanted you to sit inside that room. My holiest of secrets. What, Fog? What is it? No, j just come and see. I can explain. I can explain. Fumble, this is... Whoa! Hundreds of pictures of me and you, Dave. Lining every wall. Gamma Radio merchandise. That's not merchandise. That's our rubbish. I threw that out last week. Well, I can't tell the difference, Dave. And look, mannequins with our faces glued to them. I can explain everything. I just, uh... Fumble, this is magnificent. What a tribute. Oh, yes, all these photos documenting our whole career. Oh, look, look, look. That's when we had that eating competition with that caterpillar man. Oh, look, Fog. Uh, there's you with your hero, Tim Penny, the danger drummer. 
And, and there's you with your trousers on your head playing Which Way Am I Up? Do you remember? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Memory lane. Oh, oh fuck. Dave. It's wonderful that you appreciate my tribute to you. <laughs> well, it's about time somebody made an exhibition of us. <laughs> hey, it's not a bad idea, actually, Fog. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Hmm. You're going to let me become a regular guest? <laughs> no chance. <laughs> now we're going to turn this place into the new Gamma Radio studio and museum. Yes, yes. Do you, do you think we could get an aerial on the roof, Dave? I don't see why not. Uh, Albert can hack a hole big enough in the roof, I think. We don't need that much roof for four people. <laughs> That's brilliant. I can't wait, but uh, uh, this is my house. Uh, what will I do? Oh, um, well, well, of course, you can stay on as, 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 as um, a museum curator and exhibition creator. With my oversight, of course. No nudies. <laughs> we'll have to take all of those down. Um, where'd you get them anyway? I'm long-sighted. Oh, yes. And we'll need a runner, of course. Uh, you can do that too, Fumble, if you like. And a caterer. I think this is a win-win-win situation, don't you? <laughs> well, I mean... If it means I get to see more of you, then, then yes, yes, I'd love you to move in. We can all squeeze in me recharging pod. Well, I better go and pick a room for myself. There's bound to be one upstairs, eh? Wait, fog. No, 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 no. Come back. No. Ah, so what's in this room? Will this be a suitable place to lay down my weary head? That's my bedroom. It'll be perfect for you. Uh, well, well, I'll pick this room then. No, don't go in there. What? What's this? just full of machine parts. Oh, this is mother's room. You can't be in here. Well, don't worry. I'm just poking my nose in. What's this? A gas pump. And what's this? Is this, this for extracting Shh. breast milk? No, oh, put it down. Stop rootling around. All right, keep your nipple nuts on. Oh, a wardrobe. <laughs> Stop it. No. Wow, so many wonderful dresses. Your mother had very good taste for a forklift. Get out. Get out. I am displeased, displeased. All right, good grief. I'm leaving. Look, look, I'm exiting the room. Now just calm your boots. Oh. And, uh, I'll leave you in there to calm down then. Join me and Dave when you're ready. Well, he could have been here. I only said that hedge funds might be hiding under the sink. I never said he was. All right, lads, you two chat round the back. You two lock in all the cupboards. Me and Georgia will look under all the rugs. If I find out you've been misleading us, we're going to leave. Well, this is the last time the press will be helping the extrajudicial authorities in their duties. D Dave, Dave, what, what's going on? I saw this group of vigilantes passing by, and I lured them in by saying Harry was hiding under the sink. What? What did you do that for? Oh, was he there? No, Fog. Well, I don't know. I didn't look. Um, but anyway... My plan was to lure them in and steal a couple of their yellow jackets so that we can go through the streets unmolested and rescue the old people. D d what the hell's wrong with you, Dave? That's uncharacteristically brave. I don't know. Maybe all of our adventures have convinced me to step up and do what's right for once. It's our ratings, isn't it, Dave? Isn't it? Ah, uh, yes. And, and? And the ad revenue, Dave, yes? Oh, yes. Um, yeah. And it'll be a good segment for the show? Hmm? Oh, yes. Then I'm on board. It's probably the least we'd have to do to look at least a little bit heroic. So, uh, <laughs> what's your plan? Well, uh, this is as far as I've got. Bloody useless. Well, well, I have an idea, Dave. I'll distract them. I spotted something upstairs that I think might win us the hearts of said fair uh, vigil aunties. Great. And then what? Ooh, what is happening? Who are all these people? And you keep him distracted, Dave. Take my mic. Uh, oh, uh, these are guests on the show. Uh, when we move in properly, we'll have people like this in here all the time. Uh, plus everyone looking in the museum. Well, stop touching everything. No, no, put that down. Where are you going? No, don't go in there. I can smell pies. Not the pies. Leave me the pies. Well, listeners, uh, there's a right to do as the vigilantes turn over the house in the search for Harry Hedgefund. Everybody stop what you are doing and shut Oh, how rude. Now listen. What the? Oh, no. It's Forget. Oh, no. It's Mother's Entertaining Dress. Oh, stop it. Stop damaging me, stop. Hey, hey. 
little slinger jackets at him. No, my memories of me mother. I don't know if I'm furious or aroused. Thank you, thank you. And for my next number. Uh, ooh, 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 what are you doing? Put me down. Who's picked you up by the head, Fog? Oh, I bloody realised that, Dave. Uh, help, I'm a lady in distress. Distress doesn't belong to you. It belongs to my dead mother. Uh, he's lifted me out of the bloody dress now. Is this uh, part of the act? This is Willie. I hope it's not one of them performance arty farty things. No, no, he's really crushing my head. Uh, he's going to crack like an egg. Oh, help him, help him, please, help him. The pressure. He's Harry Hedgefund in disguise. Uh, who else would be this vicious and uh, monstrous? No, no, no. Only Harry Hedgefund would deny he's truly Harry Hedgefund. Get him! No, no, oh, oh, get oh, oh, I hate you, Frog. I hate you, Dave. I'm fitted to the binary broadcast collective. 98 FM. Oh, quickly, oh, let's get out of here. Jerry wrinkles. Oh, you'll have to get me, Dave. I can't see. What? What? Why not? This robot mascara has glued my eyes shut. What do you mean you glued your eyes shut? Oh, it's made of oil or something. I don't know. I didn't realise the torture robots go through to look beautiful. Oh, quick, down this alley. Am I in it? Yes. Right. Now, have you got the jackets? <laughs> no. Oh, fog. I've got three jackets. Two pairs of trousers, one pair of pants and a sock. Those are your pants. Oh, so they are. <laughs> I forgot I took them off. <laughs> well, technically, they're my pants. Oh, I wish you'd buy your own. Oh, we haven't got time for this piffle paffle, Dave. Now hold me steady whilst I put them on. <clears throat> Maybe a pair of trousers would be a good idea, too. Nah, damn your conformist ideals, Dave. But fine. But you have to do the belt up, but not too to. Right. <clears throat> we'll pop the jackets on. Now, here's the plan. Oh, now we have a plan, do you? Uh, no. I was hoping for a flash of inspiration. Perhaps something will come to me on the way. Anyway, to the old people's home! Oh, that's better. Well, I can just about see again. This had better work, Dave, or I'll be so... All right, all right, I've tuned in. But I don't think we should be doing this. It's still a good vibe show. Dave and Fogg will kill me. I'm not due on for 20 minutes. Now, what do you want me to say? You must read what we have written. Written on this paper. In a clear and precise voice. Well, I don't know if I can do that. Why don't you read it? Oh, you will respect our authority. And comply with our demands. I will speak. It is the time to shine bright light to all of Wasteland. Feed it. All right, here you go. I can't believe you've turned on us. All this fame has gone to your head, Sprouty. I am all head, all the time. But not in rude way. Now put it in my mouth and say, Ah. Uh, um, what is happening? Most peculiar. Oh, he'll read it for you. He's reading it now, you, you know, with his tongue. Disgust. Paper cheap and nasty. Feed leather-bound book. Will not speak stupid word on paper. It is time for Feeder Sprout to burn like brightest star and kill dead bored ears. Ready for Feeder Sprout, the opera. We do not have the time for such frivolities. Now speak the words. Shut up, creepy crow man, and throw me a flicking bone here. This my chance. Nothing more important. If you do not comply, we'll be forced to use more extreme methods. Oh, this hurt my ear. You are so rude you stick bone in happy stream. Shut up. You. What is this nonsense he speaks? Oh, yeah, that's, that's just how he is. You get no sense out of him now. He's too excited. When I was little, and blah, blah. I sing for my supper. I stick a little it's chicken perfectly in a lovely simple. little pig. I we stick just a little want chicken you to say our propaganda. You have propaganda up my tongue. Ah, this beast has just licked my posterior. Now 100% more attractive to beautiful lady. Must meet my daughter. I do not understand. Why would a saliva slicked buttock be more attractive to your daughter? Sprouty, Madam Butterfly ain't your daughter. Oh, shut up, Albert. Oh, he does come out with some stuff. Look, I think you better leave. This endeavour appears to be fruitless. Desired results are not forthcoming. More extreme measures must be taken. Now say this. 
it says, Ari Edge Fund, they're coming for you. Is this really a good idea, Dave? Shh. We're back on air. <clears throat> uh, welcome back, listeners. Not sure what happened there, but it seems like the show's back on. Um, uh, you're just in time for a daring covert operation. If you've been on any covert operations recently, why not give us a call? No, Dave, I, I don't think that's appropriate. Let's just get on with it. The smell of death is seeping into my clothes. All right, all right. We're standing at the door to St. Jerry Wrinkle's Old People's Home Hospice Bar and Grill. We're going to sneak in and rescue our core demographic from certain death. But technically, Dave, I don't think you save elderly people from certain death. Oh, shut up. I thought you were on board with this fog. Well, in principle, but... Now that we're here, and we're actually doing something rather dangerous, uh, uh, wouldn't you rather go and find a ditch to crawl into until all of this blows over? No, Fog. This is our chance to redeem ourselves. Uh, I mean, uh, the media has had a bad rap these past few years, what with all the disasters and deaths. Uh, this is our one chance to show the world that the media is a force for good. We don't just stand around watching things happen. We make things happen. Uh, actually, Dave, that's exactly what journalists should be doing. It's against the ethical broadcasting code to, uh... I wrote that code, and you never read it. No one knows what's in it. And that's not in it. And I should know. I wrote it. Uh, now, we're going to go in there, grab some old people, and rescue them. For their own good. We're lifesavers, not killers. It'll be quick and easy, and we will be loved, loved, loved by the whole of the wasteland. Now, let's go. Uh... Uh, we're doing this. <clears throat> well, 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 he's gone, listeners, so I'll, I'll just trail behind him. Ladies and gentlemen, death approaches! <laughs> what did he say? What's uh, going on? No, I mean, we've come to take you away! <laughs> Dave, Dave, we're wearing hybrid jackets. They think we're official. Read the room for the Holy Mother's sake. Oh, yeah, good point. They don't recognise us. Here, take my jacket. Thankfully, I'm wearing my special interview jacket underneath. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm... Ah! Oh, 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 he's so bright. himself. Oh. Come to drag us all to hell. By the eyes first. Yeah. Oh, calm down, you wrinkly old loons. It is I, Foglamp from Krampus the Third Esquire, your favourite DJ from Gamma Radio. And this is Dave. We've come to save you all from an impersonal but immediate threat. Where's Albert? He always plays the most banging tunes. I like to take my pills just before he comes on. Albert is... Busy. Now, come on. Time to line up and follow us. Oh, I'm not nap. Oh, come on, your lives are at stake. Not bothered. I've only got two weeks left. But, but, but... Is that my grandson? Um, n n no, madam. I, I... I'm so glad to see you. It's been so long. Oh, uh, uh, it's lovely to see you too, grandma. You owe me a five year cheeky little bastard. Ow! Oh, look! We need to get you all out of here. What is all this racket? You two, who are you? What's happening here? Are you from the board? Please, please, visiting hours are over. Please don't disturb the residents. No, 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 we're not from the board. We're from the radio. The radio? Is this an expose? Everyone here is very happy. Everyone's been fed this week at least twice. Look, mister, these wrinkly old raisins are in danger of being pruned. I'm sorry, I, I, I don't quite follow. They're going to be killed. Murdered by health and safety. What are you saying? Why, why would they do that? They're going to do it to prove a point. If they don't get Harry Hedge Fund, they're going to destroy the town, starting with the old folk of Lower Spittle. All the treasured memories, all the life experiences, all their old stories, everything they've ever been, gone in an instant. Well, I say, oh, I don't see why a government department would actually do that, but uh, seeing as you are well-respected radio DJs, I'm inclined to believe you. The media never lies, as they say. Do they? Uh, yes, Fog, the media says. Now, uh, we need everyone to congregate outside. What did he say? Conflagrate? Well, I'm not bursting into flames for nobody. No, he said congregate. You know, that scandalous dance. Oh, well, that's more like it. I haven't got my knees up since uh, uh, the last time I got me leg over. Come on in, matey. Let's start us off. Come on, everyone. Get your false teeth out and get your maracas going. That's it. Shake those pills. Bang those bedpans. We're having a party. Oh, get me elastic banjo out. Dave. Oh, Dave, this one's gripping me. Oh, I can feel the icy wings of death around my waist. What's going on? Just run with it. They just want to dance. This is a chance to get them up and moving. Oh, I don't know what to do. Just, just... Lead them, Fog. Lead them? 
dance leader. Yes, yes, yes. Finally a role I was born to do. Dance master. This way, my psychic based friends. Ow! Oh! What crackers? Don't just get in line, Dave. Oh, I will. I'm just holding the door. Oh! Dave, Dave. Just one thing, Dave. Where are we going? Where are we? Go where are we? Go Where are we going? Where are we going? How about in there? In there? Uh, the doors are open. Museum? Oh, yes. It'll feel right at home in there. What's that bloody great thing in the square? It's Jeff Goldbum. Don't get excited. It's just a statue. Well, you know, the dinosaur hunter. He's got a lovely chest. A right pair of nips on him, doesn't he, Marjorie? Oh, yes. It reminds me of our Frank. Frank? Ooh. Those nips are almost as big as yours, aren't they? Got a way to go. Look, he's parked on yellow lines, a cheeky bugger. Feels like he's staring right through me. Uh, come on, come on, come on, in you go. In, come on. It's racist. Are we going to the party? Uh, yes, yes, party's in here. You've got your glad rags on. Didn't have time. Just got me normal rags. Quick, all of you, now, come on. It's the museum. What are we doing in here with all of these old fossils? You're looking in the mirror, Betty. Oh, yes, so I am. <laughs> Where's the party? I don't understand. What are we doing here? I thought you had a plan. I hope this isn't some half-baked, ill-thought-out scheme to get rich or something, is it? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, don't you see? Uh, we thought that this would be the best place for them. Uh, they'll feel right at home amongst all these ancient objects. No, you cheeky little bugger. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it'll be perfectly safe. And if anyone comes looking for you, just stand still and they'll all look like exhibits. Stand still? Fat chance of that. I've taken me party pills. Me too. Let's have an orgy. Oh, we had one last week. Well, let's say I can't remember because of my age. Come on, Betty. Let's climb in that sarcophagus. Ooh, kinky. Uh. Uh, well, well, have a lovely time. Don't make too much noise. <laughs> no one will hear them in there. They've climbed into a tomb. Come on, Dave, let's get out of here. Don't you? Um, I mean, isn't that your kind of... Um... What? Oh, oh, no, Dave. No, no, no. Not again. Last week's orgy was bad enough. Uh, well, I think our work here is done. Let's go. Well, Fog, we've done it. We've done something noble. What, turn down an old people's sex party? No, technically we weren't invited. Uh, but anyway, Fog, I mean saving the lives of all those people. In a couple of months it wouldn't have made much difference anyway. Fog, they're not that old. Marjorie's pushing 39, Dave. Well, even so. How old are you, Fog? The, well, I don't know, but I've aged like a fine wine. <laughs> Oi, you two. Ah! <laughs> it's a vigilante. The authorities have caught up with us. You two need to come with me. Quickly! You can't be outdoors. Come on, come on, this way, this way. What's going on, Fog? Oh, don't worry, Dave. Let me do the talking. <clears throat> uh, he's the ringleader. He made me do it. You what? I never did. What? Shut up. Don't attract any unwanted attention. That voice. I know that voice. It's me, you silly bastard. What, you don't reckon... He's taking his jacket off, Dave. He's going to beat us to death. No, not my face. No, look. It's Crisp Packet. I didn't recognise you in that fantastic disguise. What disguise? I've only wearing an Ivith jacket. Well, we recognise you now, Crisp. It's not like I was wearing a mask or anything. Oh, yes. What are you doing? Why are we hiding behind the statue of Jeff Goldbum? I've been on the lookout for you. I think I know what else the Stacey plan to do to demonstrate their power. They're going to blow up the... Um... Oh, we know already. And we've already taken steps to prevent that from happening. Not just a pretty face. Oh, thank you, Dave. <laughs> You've... You've, you've saved the day? Yep. The treasures of Lower Spittle are safe for posterity. Oh. Well, looks like I've underestimated you. Maybe with your help, we can save the town for good and put an end to the tyranny of health and safety. Maybe it's time to introduce you to my little surprise. What, what surprise? I've got something special for you both. But we can't talk out here. We've got to go up there. What? Why are you pointing up Jeff Goldbum's bum? Well, you'll be amazed at what you'll find inside. This day is turning out to be more kinky than I imagined. What? I have to climb up there? Inside the statue? Yes, Dave. Now follow me through this buttock flap. Come on. 
us. Better be good, Crisp. The whole wasteland is listening to us crawl up this gigantic colon. Come on, this way. Oh. Up the neck. Oh. It's a bit flippy, but never mind that. And here we are. It's just darkness. I can't see any. <gasps> Harry Hedgefund, he's here. Uh, fucking fucking Dave. Just what I need. Yes, that's exactly what you need. Did you bring me any more booze? No, it's time you sobered up. This is crunch time. Oh. But, 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 but what are you doing in here? What's going on? Are you, are you helping him, Crisp? I thought he was your arch-enemy. So did I, but... I was never your enemy. I only ever tried to do what was right. Harry, we've been through this. It's time to tell your story. Tell the wasteland. Tell the truth. Let everyone know how you were... Framed. Used. Betrayed. Oh, for the holy mother's sake, just, just get on with it. Let me take you back a few years. It was a dark and stormy night. Oh, it's always a bloody dark and stormy night. It was a dark and stormy night when I staggered out of the wasteland, ragged and exhausted, not a bean to my name. I saw a light. That light was a fire, and the fire was... Oh, just get on with it. Okay, there were some tents, and the people in the tents were a bunch of hippies, including... Me. He was a meth, he was. Our group was camping on the hillside, collecting droppings from wild wally jumpers with which we could make canoes. He collapsed by our fire, and we took him in. My mind and body were broken, but that night they saved my life. They nursed me, brought me back to health, and over time they taught me their ways. Strange and filthy as I could see that they were, they had the best of intentions. They lived in harmony with nature, children of the land, taking nothing except for what they needed. They opened my eyes, but as good as they were, I could see more. I could see the potential in what they were doing. Together, we could turn Greater Spittle into a natural paradise. But you went too far, Harry. You took our teachings and you exploited them for beans. Beans, beans, beans. You still don't see, Crisp. With beans, we could do more than just sit around weaving yogurt. We could build the infrastructure for a new green way of life for everyone, not just the hippies. I never wanted to make beans for myself. I, I wanted to make beans to help everyone. Yes, well, eventually, Ari's money fixation was just too much. It was split in the group. So he and his followers split off to form their own collective, which, through twisted evolution, ended up as Sportech. So... What's this got to do with anything? Why are health and safety so fixated upon you? No, we'll get there, Dave. Just let him finish. Our new collective had limited success. Our business ventures always seemed to start well, but ended up falling flat. We tried selling grass-stuffed pillows and all sorts of other environmentally sound products, but none of them really took off. Just as the group was about to dissolve, a miracle presented itself to us. Ah, you wrote an award-winning epic opera which ran for 200 weeks in Long Dong, netting you a humongous fortune? What? Oh, oh mushrooms. Yeah. Oh, mushrooms began sprouting up all over the common. Nobody knew what they were. Most people stayed away out of fear. But I knew what they were. I knew how to handle them. And I knew how to turn them into delicious profit. But how? How did you know about the mushrooms when everyone else didn't? What was the secret? The secret, Dave. The secret is that... I was the personal chef to Emperor Hankyalakistas, leader of the Mars One Invasion Force. <gasps> <gasps> what? Well, I'm not shocked. I've heard it before. Don't you see? The mushrooms... They are the sacred fungus that has helped sustain my people for hundreds of years. Their spores must have been released from the ship when that big green bastard destroyed it. And now they were here, growing, large as life, a symbol of regeneration. If they could make it here, then so could I. Wait one minute. I, I, I thought Fiddly Spring had killed a lot of you. How did you survive? I was thrown clear of the wreckage during the attack. I thought you told me you hid in a bush. Oh, details crisp. Irrelevant. When everything had calmed down, I slunk off into the wastes where I did not 
have a good time. Hence stumbling into our camp a few months later, dressed in rags with most of your teeth missing. Yes, 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 the age-old story. Boy falls to earth, attacked by a big green monster, falls in love with a bunch of hippies, turns into a capitalist monster, and exploits the town for all their beans for a bunch of poisonous mushrooms. No, the mushrooms are not poisonous, and they are not dangerous. They were tampered with. Yes, by you, for profit. No, why would I sacrifice my own business venture? Uh, to be fair, that is what I thought you were doing. What? Are you all insane? Well, our grasp on reality does waver on occasion. Oh, anyway, it took me a long time to work out what was going on. Don't you see? Who would want to sabotage me? Who wouldn't care about hurting the people of Lower Spittle? Who would be ruthless enough to interfere with the genetics of the townsfolk in order to make them very vulnerable and prime them for another invasion? The... Uh is it the Coast Guard? Fog. We're landlocked. Was it the fire brigade? No, it was. Health and safety. Ah, in a way, we're both right. You're both wrong. Wait, what? So, health and safety have been behind this all along? Well, thinking about it, two mysterious strangers with sinister auras poking their nose in other people's business. Not that much of a shocker, really, is it? In fact, I'm surprised it took you all this long to work it out. <laughs> you wayayada. Pay no attention. Uh, he's always pretending he's clever. That, that hypotenuse is not worthy of you, Dave. Case and point. Uh, so why are they after you now? <sighs> Two reasons. They must think I'm a traitor. I never made the effort to contact them after the invasion failed. They know how easy it is to send a transmission from any rudimentary communications device. Even a moron could do it. <clears throat> Truth is, I am a traitor. I don't want them to invade. I've made a new life for myself down here. So for that reason, they want my head. The other reason is that they want to control the mushrooms. They must see them as their property. Uh, plus, they are the ones who've been tampering with them for their own nefarious needs. They're using the people of the town in an experiment. Don't you see? I took too long to understand what was going on, and now it's too late. So, what now? Health and safety are going to destroy the town unless we give you up. Uh, don't worry about that, Dave. We've got a plan. But uh, uh, we're broadcasting live, so we don't really want to give it away. Uh, uh. Crisp, a large crowd has gathered in the square. I can see them out of Jeff Goldbun's nostrils. What? Oh, bloody hell. We've got health and safety stugs on one side and people waving Sportech banners on the other. Come on, Dave, let's go. Looks like it's time for the annual lower spittle end of season riot. Really not up for it this year. Why can't we have a nice quiet riot season this year? Just a few friends and family. Oh, we're already in the thick of it. And it's our duty as media horse to pimp out the news. Fine, but let's get out of this statue in case it blow it up. It's a rather tempting target. I'll come with you. I've got a few things to say to these two bastards. Listeners, a huge crowd has gathered in the square. Clearly the news of Harry Hedgeman's whereabouts has reached the ears of, well, you. And it's all thanks to Good Vibes on Gamma Radio, your source of news, views and amusing anecdotes. Bloody hell, Dave. Embarrassing. Anyway, there seems to be a bit of fighting in the crowd. Nothing untoward, just some friendly punches. But in the distance I can see something rather strange. What is that, Dave? What? Over there, look. My goodness! Health and safety appear to be approaching the square, perched upon terrifying walking machines of strange Martian construction. They've got three huge telescopic legs that are scuttling along beneath them. They're absolutely terrifying. The crowd is parting as they stomp through the square. There, there. Oh. They're only about ten foot tall, Dave. We could not make them any taller without breaching safety code 435. Yes. What if we fell off? We might bump our heads. Oh, well, it's a bit anticlimactic. I thought you'd be taller. How many ten-foot-tall walking chairs have you seen? Now be quiet. We have an announcement to make. Harry Hedge Fund, we have heard your slanderous lies on the airwaves. We know of your location. You have one minute to show yourself and turn yourself in or we will be forced to demonstrate our power. Don't do it! You can't give in to bullies, no matter how tall their chairs. People of Lower Spittle, we must prevent Ariad from, from being turned over to these two ruthless, ape-mongering aliens from Mars. And I have to stop you there. You'll never silence me. I'm... You misunderstand. 
You're straining your voice. They can't hear you at the back. This violates health code 457. Please, borrow our megaphone. Now, oh. well, thank you very much. Just um, press the button on the side and speak into that. Well, thank you. Now, where was I? Oh, yeah. These ruthless ape-mongering monsters. For once, we all have to join together and fight on the same side. Yes, it's very important. Together, we can show them that we are stronger together than anything they can throw at us, and we will band together for the good of one person. Does it seem worth it for just one person? Now, just shut up. Now, let's storm health and safety. Ah, wait one moment, everybody. If you could return the megaphone, Mr. Packet. Oh, uh, sure, here you go. Your minute is up, hedge fund. Now we will demonstrate our power. Oh, a huge gun thing has popped up from the back of his tripod. I think it's a laser. It is a laser, Dave. It's written on the side. It's all over for someone. <laughs> but thanks to us, it won't be the old people. Do your worst. You won't scare us. Dave, we don't want their worst. It's fine, Fog. They don't know we evacuated the old people into the museum. Nobody's going to get injured. You may fire when ready, Mr. Safety. Acquiring target. Uh, Dave? <laughs> Steadying aim? Dave, he appears to be pointing at the... Oh, no. Firing now. We have destroyed your museum. Your treasured possessions and ancient memories obliterated unto dust. Our next shot will be aimed at you, hedge fund. Dave? Was, 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 was that meant to happen? No! Did, 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 you, did you put those old people in there on purpose? No! I mean, it's fine if you did. I mean, I understand. You have a ruthless reputation to uphold and everything. Oh. Uh, yeah, don't worry, Dave. I thought you sorted it all out. Got all the exhibits out in time, didn't you? Ah, well, Crisp, there appears to be a bit of a mix-up on uh, on Dave's part, I must hastily add. You see, instead of moving exhibits out of the museum, we moved some living exhibits in. Living exhibits? We can't get line lower spittles pensioners to the deaths! Well, uh, I don't think that should be our tagline, Dave. Maybe we should stick with... Uh, News, views, and amusing anecdotes. Oh, shut up, Fog! I did it again, and you did nothing to stop me! Uh, well, 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 it's better than calling me an accomplice. I can live with that. Hmm. You! Health and safety! You! Why did you destroy the museum? Why didn't you destroy the old people's home instead? What? We are not monsters. Disturbing and sick. We are overlords, not murderers. I can see we have our work cut out to civilise this wretched planet. But you said our treasures and precious memories. Oh. Well, we've got through worse. Yes, the body count is higher, but at least it wasn't on purpose this time. Was it? No. You've seen what we are prepared to do. Now you've witnessed our power, you must convince Hedge Fund to come out. Go inside the statue and retrieve him. By whatever means necessary. Oh, it. Come on, you two. Back to the statue. I'm, I'm an innocent bystander. It's nothing to do with any of this. Oh, come on, Fog. No, all right. Well, we've lost Dave, it seems, Crisp. He'll be all right in a few minutes. Uh, I guess it's up to you. What's this magnificent plan of yours, then? Oh, funny you should say that, Fog. Here she comes now. I remember you. Dora Knob. Weren't you uh, Hedge Fund's um, girlfriend? Assistant? Assistant girlfriend. And he's my one true love. Well, if you want to save him, we haven't got much time. So did you manage to get everything? Uh, I got most of it. Ta-da! Is that a dog cow costume? Brilliant, Dora. Yes, that's it. We're going to sneak out Harry the old-fashioned way. Inside this dog cow outfit. It's so old school that even the advanced Martians would never consider it as a tactic. Uh, don't you think health and safety might have something to say when a dog cow walks out of Jeff Goldbum's arsehole? Uh, yes. They will say, oh, look, a donk cow. <laughs> Can't see a problem, Fog. Uh, actually, Chris, there is a bit of a problem. I couldn't find the head. What? Uh, uh, but I found a replacement. And this... A welly? A welly? Seriously? 
<laughs> Draw googly eyes on it. Ugh, this is never going to work. And they're going to blast this statue any minute. Dora, I, I can't believe you messed this up. You only had to get a fucking Donkow costume. This town's dripping with them. Oh, I'm sorry, Crisp. Uh, I thought you might not be happy, so so I brought this can of green paint. I thought we could paint him green and he could climb out of the statue's nose like a big giant bogey. He could just sort of drip onto the pavement and, and lie there until everyone went home. And I could dress up as a sweet sweeper and take him away. Dora, you're good-hearted. Bird thick as mints. Your plan won't work. That's not paint. That's mutagen. Your time is running out. You have but two minutes to hand over Harry Hedge Fund. Uh, I think we'll just, uh, we'll just be going. I can see we're no longer required here and uh, nobody goes anywhere until we've got a plan. We've only got two minutes. You'll have to do the stupid Donkow idea. Ugh. This is so degrading. Let's do it then, Dora. It's the only way. Dora, I always thought of you as a Donkow's ass. <laughs> well, I've been ridden like one. Oh, fog. Oh, back with us, Dave, are you? Yes. I was snapped back to reality by your inappropriate lewdness. Ready, Dora. Go like the wind. Harry, what happened? They shot my ass off. What, what, what do you mean, Dora? Yeah. Last time I saw her, she was on fire, running down an alleyway. Well, uh, uh, plan B, anyone? One of us will have to take the mutagen. Where is it? I've got it right here. This is my mess. And I'll clean it up. No, finally. Don't be a fool. We can't be sure of the effects. You don't know what you might turn into. And that's a quadruple dose. I don't care. Anything's better than this. No, no, don't. No. Christmas grabbed the vial and he's trying to wrestle it off Harry. Give it back. I won't let you. There must be another way. There is no other way. Oh. 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 Fit. Oh. Oh. oh, dear. Well, that's the end of that, then. They both managed to cover each other in mutagen. That was silly, wasn't it? Now what are we going to do? Holy mother, what's going on? Oh, Packard and Hedgefund are amalgamating. Faces are fusing. The mutagen is taking effect. They're getting bigger. Much bigger. Oh, quick, Dave. Quick, Dave, let's get out of here. Oh, it's too late. Their newly fused bodies are expanding downwards and have blocked the exit with a gargantuan flesh. Oh, what are we going to do? Oh, no. The head is expanding now. No, if we stay here, we're going to be crushed on the underside of Jeff Goldblum's face. We missed a dirigible all over again. There's nothing else for it. Quick, through the nostrils. <sighs> Something's happening. What's going on? Oh, I don't know. The ground's moving like in Geriatric Park. I told you that statue was haunted. Look, something's coming out of his nose. Maybe he's got a cold. Oh, if he does, then he's very ill. The left bogey is all multicoloured, look. And that right one looks like it's a filthy old carpet. Uh, shut up. I haven't been dusted today. Yeah, lay off. We're fighting for our lives here. Now, Fog, let's just carefully climb down the body and we'll be back on terra firma in no time. Oh, it's too late. He's standing up. Harry oh. oh. Hedge Fund, stop that at once. Moving statues fall under street performance, for which you do not have a permit. We're holding on for dear life, listeners. The mutant, Harry, the crisp, oh, I don't know. They're encased inside the broken remains of Jeff Goldberg. They're wearing him like a suit of armour and thrashing around. Oh, I don't know how long I can hold on, Dave. I'm slipping from the shoulder. Oh, just hold on, Fog. There's nothing we can do. So, you have brought out your secret weapon once again. You assume that you could defeat us for a second time with a giant monster. Well, this time, we are prepared. Fire when ready. Safety on. I mean off. Powering now. Beginning firing procedure. I'll just sign this safety form. Uh, would you mind countersigning? Yes, yes, yes. Now hurry up. Five. Four. Hurry it up. It's going to throw a chunk of museum at us. Now, now, safety first. We must stick to the procedure. Now, where was I? I've lost count. Okay. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. 
indeed on fire and utterly destroyed. So much for our laser. No matter. We must proceed with our second plan. Activating scrutiny beetles. Fog, can you see what's happening? No, Dave. My eyes are tightly shut. The scrutiny beetles. They're gathering together under health and safety and forming some sort of mega beetle. <laughs> Which one? Ringo? No, it's worse. It's the destroyer of worlds. Poor Malarkey. We're doomed. Uh, put your fingers in your ears, Dave. It might start singing. Listeners, we're hanging on to dear life to the great plastic earlobes of Jeff Goldbum. Mary Hedford, the crisp packet of amalgamated into some sort of hedge packet mutant monster trapped in the plastic shell of the Jeff Goldbum statue and is swinging wildly at the giant robot beetle from Mars. Hold on tight, Dave. We're swinging more widely than a bold middle-aged couple at a party for people who like to swap sexual partners. I wouldn't know for. You mean you've never used your other hand? I don't think this is quite appropriate. Let's concentrate on the fight. Sports events are good content. Well, I don't think participating in the event will be good for our well-being. Hedgepacket has pushed the robo-beetle into the side of St. Halibut's church. The congregation are fleeing for their lives. Ah, uh, yes, where's your cod now, you pious swines? Reject my offer of a quiet tutoring service, will you? They don't need a quiet one. No one can hear them when they are wearing their fish heads anyway. Could you just tuned in, listeners? This isn't one of Fog's late-night basement specials. <laughs> We're actually in the middle of a gigantic monster fight. Oh, I wish it was one of my late-night specials. Oh, oh, Robo Beetle has picked up the church spire. He's trying to stab me with it. Oh, 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 that nearly hit me, Dave. We're in huge trouble here. I know. Just, just, just keep talking, and everything will be all right. I'm gonna hedgehog Let's just take another swing at the robot. It doesn't appear to be doing any damage. Oh, unlike the robot, which appears to be handing hedgehog his enormous buttocks back to him on a plane. Oh, we're going to be crushed, Dave. Oh, do you think this is it, Fog? Is this really the end? Are we doomed to be mashed into a paste between two gigantic fighting monsters? Are we reporting live on our own destruction? Oh, can't anyone save us from our wretched flight? Is there not one person who could do anything in this stupid bloody town? Oh. I interrupt this show with Better Show. Out and about with Fiddle Sprout. Albert, sing jingle. Huh? Oh yeah. How is it supposed to go again? Uh, uh, open your eyes and blow your snout. We're out and about with... Enough. Hello. I am Fiddlesprout, and I am out and about. Today's pusher is Albert. Again. I'm your only pusher, Sprouty. If you like to push Fiddlesprout around, I run over your stupid head. No one or two push me round. Well, except for me. You will good, Albert. Hmm, thank you. We wouldn't be out at all if we hadn't chucked that dead swamp rat out into the yard first. Your madam butterfly is getting to be a right pain in the backside, Sprouty. Now, how long is this supposed to take? I'm meant to be doing happy hour in 20 minutes. This, uh, five-day camp trip, all on there. Uh, I'm not sure about that, mate. Well, how about we go and get some sausage lumps in batter instead? Sounds like there's a special offer on if the noise is anything to go by. I want special fried rice. Oh, yeah? What's so special about it? It's chips. Okay. Right. You just keep talking to the listeners. The market's just round this corner. Oh, oh, bloody hell. Oh, oh what are they doing? Oh. What is? Who are these quick stampers? They run to meet Fiddlesprout, yes? The audience for Fiddlesprout? Quick, Albert, give out photo. Oh, uh, I've only got my holiday snaps from a weekend break in Drippy Bottom. Give them out. That real celebrity. Hello. No sign. No ink left in tongue. Uh, uh, I don't think they're fans of yours, Sprouty. What? How rude. Why not? Because they're, they're running away. They're running away from the... the, the, the ah. Can see clear now. Not fans of show. Uh, I think the chip stall's been squashed. I don't hunger anyway. Uh, time to go home? Time to go home, yes. Quick, Albert, quick, turn round. Uh, try it. Uh, faster, they stop this way. Uh, you're quite heavy, you know, Scrappy. Shut up, I keep moving. 
He's rolling down the hill like a particularly angry giant potato. No, he's gonna kill me. Oh, it's all right. He stopped. He stopped right in the path of that giant statue of Jeff Gold Bum. Help! Help! Albert, do something! Call the guards! Call the militia! Call my agent! I can get another bug to get out of this! Fuck you, get his a book of condolences! Oh, well, in an unlikely turn of events, it seems that my old friends are looking to me to save them and be the hero of the day. Well, never mind. I guess they're stuffed. Sorry, boys. Can't hear you. D you bastard, Albert! I'm reducing your show to half an hour! Well, I better keep watching to report the demise of the Good Vibes crew. It's still 15 minutes to happy hour anyway. Right, the Jeff Goldbum looks pretty battered to me, and I think the giant cockroach is about to deliver the final killing blow, which will surely squash Fog and Dave into oblivion. Quite sad about it, actually. But not enough to stop it from happening. This is the end for you, Harry Hedgefund. Prepare to You there, big plastic statue, stupid face man! You banged me too hard, and now spots flying in brain carriage! I smash you once again! If I had arm poles, I'd show you a thing or two about monstering! I smashed big spaceship bigger than both! What did it say? It said it smashed a spaceship. Could it be? Oh no! Jeff Goldbum's picked up Sprouty! Show me what made of monster in disguise! I do two things, bite and quip, and I all out of things to say! Ow! 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 Ooh, ah, uh, ooh, Jeff Goldbum's using Sprouty like a bloody great big rock and he's smashing him into the rope over and over again. Oh, it looks like it's working. Sprouty's biting chunks of metal off the robot and spitting them out with every hit. He smashed it right into the ground. Look, Elf and Safety crawling out of the wreckage. It was them all along. Bet you didn't see that coming, listeners. Albert, you idiot. This isn't Jeff Goldbum either, it's Packardin Hedge Fund who have turned into some sort of disgusting monster. Uh, I, I, I mean, a beautiful, wonderful new uh, life form. Bloody hell. After Fog's enraging comment, Jeff, uh, uh, Hedge Packet is flailing wildly. Fog and Dave have fallen from the shoulders and have both miraculously grabbed hold of the large erect nipples on the front of the monster's armour. Wait, what doing? Oh. And it's it it smashed Sprouty's head onto the robot's neck. It's it's oh oh good. It appears to be calming down somewhat. It's bending down to look at health and safety. Uh, uh, oh, great monster, we beg for your forgiveness. Yes, we have seen the error of our ways. We are suitably educated. I'm sure Earth and Mars can, in fact, live together in harmony. Yes, yes, perhaps some sort of timeshare arrangement? <laughs> Another twist! Sprouty's body is standing up or something. Oh, uh, is he alive? Oh, Sprouty seems to be in control of his new body. He's picked up health and safety and he jammed. What? What are you? I am Martin Manbeater. Who? Who is this Martin? Oh, stupid tin can man. Martin. From Marsh? Idiot. Arrive in flying tin. I kill it. Now. What? He's trying to tell you that he was the one who repelled your invasion force. You? You are the destroyer? Shut up. Now I squash you to paste. No, what? No, 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 Well, I've never seen someone squeeze like a tube of toothpaste until their heads pop off. Looks like a gastric bypass album cover. Well, who'd have thought it? Old Sprouty has saved the day and is the hero of the hour after all. Yes. Well, good hero, could you kindly help us down? If I dangle from this nipple much longer, then... Yes, I big hero. 
I declare I am new thick potato. You all bow to me. Do not worry, heads. I be big nine dick potato. Lovable smashbot ruler. I only kill when justice need and when angry. Oh, oh bloody hell. Time for list of new rules. Number one, I live here in town square. No one else allowed in. Get out, get out. Rule number two, give me special fried rice. He means chips. Now rule three, I want massage on four heads nine times a day from Alan Sundry. Rule number, number, and, uh, arm, not work. Leg, not work. Oh dear, my brain is washed away and come to end in gutter. Oh, how embarrassing. Ah, oh, don't worry, Sprouty. We'll get chips another day. Oh, oh, what has happened? Oh! No, Sprouty's broken machine has fallen over and landed on the monster's foot. It's running away off into the wasteland, with Bog and Dave still clinging onto the nipples. Help! Help! Save help. us! Not help again! Well, technically this hasn't happened before, Dave. Shut up! You know what I mean! Well, well, well. Looks like it's that time of year again, folks. It's probably just going to be me and you for a while. Albert! Oh, and Sprouty, of course. Hop up. If we can detach him from that Where are you? thing. I never thought I'd say this, Albert. but he looks like environmentalism and capitalism oh. have put aside their differences and formed an unstoppable beast. With the media, of course, suckling at its teats as usual. There's a message in there somewhere, but fuck knows what it is. Anyway, I'm going to try and wheel my big green friend here back up to the studio and then, well, please tune in for Happy Hour where I'll be playing the new record by Lump Crust. Leave it out, it's autumn. Holy mother. Bloody hell! How was that for you, Betty? Well, the earth certainly moved for me. About 500 yards or so, I'd say. Gamma Radio.